Colossians 1.18 says, So spacious is he, so roomy, that everything of God finds its proper place in him without crowding. This podcast is going to help you live out your faith, walk in the Spirit, and rest in God's grace. Hey there, my name is Wendy Parker, and I want to welcome you to the Spacious Room Podcast. Hey there, and welcome to this week's Spacious Room episode, and it is going to be the last one for 2022. Yes, so I thought um, we're going to keep this battle theme going, and I today I want to talk about digging your heels in. So girl, it's time to dig your heels in. And throughout my faith journey, the enemy has always pulled out his most subtle weapon weapons in his assault against me whenever I feel a great sense of joy arising within me. And I don't know about you, but I've come to the conclusion that more the enemy watches us become mature in our faith because we've gained perseverance and grit and joy through each and every one of our trials. It's those feelings of a deep sense of contentment of where we're at in our life and the joy that we find in delighting in God's word and his presence, this is what the enemy wants to try to extinguish. Because joy is possibly one of the most understated emotions that we are equipped with in our spiritual weaponry, as it is far more powerful than we first believe. And it's why the enemy fires little poisonous darts, piercing the protective membrane around this precious emotion we call joy, instead of the large arrow tips which normally assail our faith. So, in this Christmas season, when we're talking about joy to the world and a joy and how Christmas brings a joy to us, what are we going to do about the enemy trying to steal our joy? Well, girl, it's time to dig your heels in. And recently... I found those little darts that pierce my joy since my new book's release, Wounded and on the Run. The hunter, Satan, is he keeps reminding me of my inadequacies and my mistakes, so my joy becomes slowly subdued and suppressed. So clearly the, the hunter, Satan, is not happy with all you elks finding the little cabin, which is my book, Wounded and on the Run, in the forest, because my book actually uncovers most of his diabolical schemes. And I chose not to share about my joy being attacked by the enemy and until one of my college lecturers said to me the other day, he said, Wendy, don't let anyone steal your joy. Treat joy like she's one of your children. Protect her, fight for her, because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Wow. I... I was thinking, he, he spoke about joy like she was a person. And I'm like, protect her? Fight for her? And it was then that I suddenly realised, joy. She's the light-hearted, optimistic, full of energy, one determined girl who has helped me so much in giving me strength through all my trials. And and because the enemy was assailing my joy and, and making me feel like 
you've done too many mistakes and you're never going to get anywhere. You're never going to, you know, all those bombarding thoughts that we always get. And I knew this, this joy when he talked about her. She needed me to protect her and to fight for her and to dig my heels in. So why is the enemy so hell-bent on attacking our joy? Why is joy, this emotion of joy, of, of this light-hearted, optimistic, fun, full of energy, determined girl that we call joy, this emotion we call joy, um, why is it such a threat to him and his schemes? Well, in James chapter 1, verses 2 to 4, he talks about the power of joy. And this is what he says. He says, consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. And perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Wow. The enemy knows that joy develops perseverance. And perseverance helps us to become mature and complete, lacking nothing. And this is why the enemy wants to abduct, wants to kidnap and loot our joy. Because with joy, with that light-hearted, optimistic, full of energy, one determined girl we call joy, we lack nothing when we face the battles. Digging our heels in. Well, what does that mean? How do you dig your heels in? Well, when you face trials of many kinds, as James says, joy refuses to change plans, refuses to become despondent or discouraged through the testing because the relentless dog determination of our enemy has nothing on us when we keep choosing joy. And James is saying when we acknowledge and recognize the comfort and delight in the trials and we, and we bring a joy into our trials, I know it sounds crazy, but, but it's true. If, even in the trial, if you decide to, to just keep focused on your joy and, and we consider each trial, like James says, pure joy, then the enemy's darts, they, they can't harm us, they can't penetrate our faith. Not as bad as, it, as they used to. Because you are choosing joy. You are choosing that light-hearted, optimistic, full of energy, one determined girl. And you're not focusing on the trials. You know, I'm a firm believer that ever since God said in Genesis 3 verse 15, I'm declaring war between you and the woman. He'll wound your head and you'll bruise his heel. The serpent has tried to shackle women's ankles so our shoes of the gospel of peace with the killer heels that are joy cannot move us forward in the battles and advance God's kingdom. You know, where there is no joy, there is no peace. And so we shrink back because those little darts the enemy fired have left us emotionally frustrated with zero strength to fight. You know, girl, if you're listening to me right now, it's time you dug your heels in and you fought for joy. You know, remember that companion joy? The one friend who helped you through your many trials? 
joy who walked alongside you and gave you the energy to fight in the battles and difficulties because of her light-hearted, optimistic determination. You know, those qualities of hers, of joy, that helped you even when the enemy assailed your soul. She helped you. Joy helped you through those trials. And as my lecturer said, you need to protect her. You need to fight for her like she's one of your children because the joy of the Lord, the one who is God of the angel armies, the one who protects, the one who strengthens you, establishes your faith, that's where you'll find your clout, your courage and your power to be a joyful overcomer regardless of your circumstances. So has the enemy tried to steal, kill or destroy your joy lately? Well, I pray today in this Christmas season that you will regard joy as your companion, as a true friend who helps you through all your trials. I pray that you're going to protect her. You're going to fight for her. You're going to dig your heels in for her by keeping in God's word and in his presence so you are equipped for the battles ahead. I thank you, Father, that in the book of Nehemiah, it says in chapter 8, verse 10, that your joy is our strength. It's your joy, Lord, that's our strength. And this is why the enemy is so desperately wanting to steal our joy, because he knows that joy is on our side and it develops perseverance and a maturity in our faith that we become victorious because we, with joy as our companion, Lord, you know that we lack nothing. And I hope that you have a happy Christmas and your Christmas is going to be filled full of joy regardless of your circumstances. And I'll catch you next year. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you would like more teaching and messages on the Christian life, then check out my website, thebigvoiceonline.com. I look forward to sharing the spacious room with you next time.